I don't know what sort of insight I can give. To be honest, like he's, he's, yeah. an all, he's an all-around good guy. Do you know what I mean? Like as I said, like, he's well, only a bollocks, is he? <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to be nice. <laughs> what do you really want? <laughs> Joe presents House of Rugby United Rugby Championship together with Bank of Ireland, proud supporter of the four Irish provinces. Welcome back to House of Rugby. Brought to you with the support of our good friends at Bank of Ireland. This week we'll be looking at the international matches from the Autumn Series, including Ireland's phenomenal win over Japan. And today we're also joined by a Leinster and Ireland legend, Mr Devin Toner. Devin, welcome to the show. Good to be here. Thanks guys. Um, we've got some uh, questions coming in from uh, social media later on, but before we get into that, like, let's look back on the weekend's action. Yeah, let's look at the game of the weekend for us, Ireland versus Japan. It was 60 points they scored. It was amazing, wasn't it guys? Yeah, phenomenal game. Really good. Yeah, what you make of the game, Dev? Yeah, it was brilliant. Um, a great start to the Autumn Series. It's always good to get a good game like that under your belt, um, especially with obviously what's coming around the corner. Um, it was really good to see lads just getting into a stride and getting really, some really good tries in, I suppose. Yeah, no, so it was uh, really pleasing to, to see in all aspects. What yeah. do you think of the pace of the game that they've been showing us? Because um, it was such a high tempo. Um, would you be familiar, would you be used to that kind of tempo from the Irish team? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, like I think... Any fast-paced rugby is, is really good. And, and like I suppose what they're trying to do is trying to get over the game line and try and get quick ruck ball every single time. Do you mean mm-hmm. so the next phase will be quick and, and you just keep on top of them. Um, and I think the pack carried really well. Like we're always kind of winning them collisions, winning the, winning the ruck ball. And then, and then Jemison was able to play on top of them and, and do what he does best, as in he was able to see the holes and, and, and obviously run them. And, and um, he did really well. So it's just that, that really quick ruck ball is, is so, was so key for everyone. Like a huge offloading game as well that we've seen from them, which we haven't done in kind of in the past. Even the forwards looking like centres. Um, really exciting to watch. A lot of the tries came, the nine tries came back from the back line this time. Um, yeah, really exciting yeah, stuff. It was I was actually at the game and what I yeah. thought was new from Ireland was they were playing with a lot of freedom. Like there were so many balls out the back. They kept doing the Johnny Sexton around the back, which is really nice to see them mm-hmm. playing with that freedom. But I hope they bring that into next week now against New Zealand. Like, will they, do you think they'll stiffen up against New Zealand or do you think they'll just keep that lovely out the back kind of flair? I think it'll be a different kettle of fish, to be honest. <laughs> um, I think obviously being able to offload and being able to play at the back and all that stuff, it, yeah. it, it comes from winning collisions first and foremost. Okay. I don't think uh, Japan's will be happy with their defence, first of all. I don't think the first up tackles were great and they were kind of, as I said, we won that first collision every single time. So we were able to get our hands free and do it. So yeah. I, I, to, to see them to do it against New Zealand, I'm not sure, but you'd, you'd love to be able to see them win collisions as well. But as I said, it'll, it'll be a different kettle of fish, I think. Yeah, of the, the moment of the game, I suppose, Johnny Sexton getting over for that try, the emotion, I mean, I've, 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 you see a lot of emotion from Johnny in the past, but that kind of emotion is, is rare. And, I mean, you know, like you know Johnny well, I mean, mm-hmm. to get out, get his 100 cap and to, to score that try, that's, it means a lot to him, I'd say, did it? Absolutely. Um, like, he's a phenomenal player. He has been for Ireland. He's been phenomenal player uh, I suppose like I've known him since I was 16 playing our Leinster schools trials and stuff with him all wow. the way up um, um, and he's always been the same he's always had that determination he's always had that grit he's um, he's been a phenomenal player as I've said and to do it uh, with the crowds back to do mm-hmm. it in front of in the Aviva, in front of his family and friends, was brilliant, and I'm sure he loved having his uh, his um, his wife and kids in 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 the stand as well, which is extra emotion. Just on that, just can I ask you on Johnny? Like, I mean, we always see a lot about Johnny Sexton. We see how 
kind of uh, so much of a, a leader he is. We see that he's like a real, the ultimate professional. He always wants to win. We see so many emotions. Sometimes he's bitter and he's angry, and he, but sometimes he's full of joy. But I think that's the first time we really saw that side of Johnny. And um, I mean, we always hear about him as a player and we always see him in the public in the newspaper as what he's like as a player. What's he like as a man? What's he like as a friend? What's he like as a dad? That's the side of Johnny Sexton we don't get to see that. I'm, sh I'm sure you do. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, no, yeah, like, I don't know what sort of insight I can give. To be honest. Like he's, he's, an all, he's an all around good guy, do you know what I mean? Like, as I said. Like, he's well, only a bollocks, is he? <laughs> <laughs> he's only, <laughs> trying to be nice. <laughs> what do you really want? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, again, yeah, him. like, he's, all, he's good to be around. He's a good crack, do you know what I mean? He's, 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 he's on when he wants to be on. Like, he's yeah. kind of, like, when he's training, he's on, and, like, it's completely different. As well, and when he's off the pitch, he wants a bit of crack. He's he's good good fun to be around. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Um, he's not always super serious. So. No, not at all. Like he he loves a beer. Do you know what I mean? He, he, like he like again, he's he's good good crack to be around. To be honest. Yeah. yeah. So I think we've got a clip here from um from Johnny after the game, like speaking about his his under game and the emo the emotions and everything he went through. Did some good stuff. Had a couple of mistakes that I'd like to to iron out. But you know, the first game back, the first game back is always. Uh, not it's a little bit rusty, like I mean, like but like we've only had three or four sessions together, so to, to put out that standard of performance, I thought was a testament to the to the boys, to the management, to the to the work that we've done. You know, we, we did a tough week last week um, to make sure we were ready this week to to do a proper test match week, and um, you know we got our rewards. I think you know to to Japan. I don't think that's been done to them in a long time, um, so we're we're very very pleased. But we know that. Um, there's a bigger test ahead next week. I could not notice it. Um, like I said, it was a very special moment for me. Um, up there, like I said, the, last, the best moments of, of my career. Like the, it was incredible uh, ovation. Then I saw my my family in the where they were sitting. I knew where they were sitting before the game, and um, they were just smiling as well. So that was. Then I had to try and switch in and make sure I got the conversion, and I was probably more happy about that than uh, than anything. So. Uh, Look, it was a uh, very special moments throughout the game, and um, leading your country out uh, for any game is special. But to do it today and to have a crowd back, like stuff. You know, Johnny Sexton, I think is playing some of the best rugby he's been playing like his whole career. I just think his availability now is something I actually said yesterday at the game. I was like, he's not getting as injured as he was before, so I'm really impressed. With him. Do you think he'll stay on till the World Cup or <sighs> like? He could. Yeah. He's thirty six and he's 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 um he's he's been injury free for the last while. Uh, he's, been, he's been exactly <laughs> he's been he's been playing great rugby and like I think he's great to have around any environment he's in. He's great to have around the Lancer environment and the Ireland environment. Obviously, he's a great leader. Um, but yeah, like I'd say he definitely could if he, if he, if he wanted to. Yeah. I think he was disappointed not being selected for the Lions tour, but then ultimately it actually probably done him a lot of good going into this these matches because he's coming in really fresh. And like you said, injury free. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, really emotional. Yeah. It's nice to see that kind of side of him, mm. um, you know, a little bit softer because he seems so tenacious and ambitious that's all the time, yeah, that's you know? It, that's it, that's um, it. One thing I wanted to ask you, Dev, I noticed as well was the whole team yesterday was basically Leinster. Like, you know, you'd have, you had your Tyburn and, and Andrew Conway, but you could argue that they're Leinster as well. So Bundy <laughs> Key was kind of the only person in the whole starting lineup that was not Leinster. What? Do you make it that you think Leinster are just too good and that's the way it should be? Or <laughs> it's actually twelve oh. players, twelve players. Careful now, what you say here. Right? I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't really be political about it. Yeah, I want your honest opinion. Yeah. Um, oh, I think the 
like for Ireland, I think the best people should be picked, um, yeah. and it doesn't matter what team they play for. Um, yeah. I think it's an added bonus that there was twelve playing from Leinster, and because they they played together for so long, they 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 click, and and you could see in the game that they just clicked and everything they were doing. So, like, I think it is an, just an added bonus. But it shouldn't be taken into account what, what team to play for. I think the, the best person should be picked. Yeah. 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 Took a look into the other positions, I suppose, looking at Andrew Conway, the other guy who stood out the weekend, got himself a hat-trick. There's a guy that's kind of been in and out of the Ireland team that um, we, 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 always performed for Munster, but he's kind of a guy that he always seems to get run run out, uh, run out games, starts against Japan and USA mm. and whatnot, but already people are saying he'd be dropped for New Zealand again next week. I mean... I think is that unfair like, considering how well he played I mean you think he's the kind of guy that should be given an opportunity against New Zealand yeah I think absolutely um, I think he's a solid player uh, I think anytime he's gotten a chance he's taken his chance um, I think he scores an awful lot of tries and he's especially for Munster and Ireland as well so I think it would be unfair after scoring a hat-trick to, to, mm. to not get a chance against them definitely um, so yeah no, I think he's, he played great yeah the hat trick was brilliant, but I think as well, you know, Japan's defense, like you touched on, was bad. Mm. Um, you know, I thought there was going to be a lot more from Japan yeah. um, with what they've done before. Like they've only actually played three matches yeah. since you know COVID and coming over to us. So, you know, I suppose you can say that they might have um, given James Lowe a little bit more of a run for the money because putting him under a lot of pressure and defence because yeah. mm. they're saying that James's defence, you know, that's what his work on was. Um, how do you think James Lowe got on this weekend? Andy Farrell was really honest in his opinion um, at the post-match interview. Yeah, I think he did really well as well. Like, I think like, the whole team kind of just clicked as well. But I think James obviously has worked uh, phenomenally hard on, on his game. And I think that game against Japan, it kind of worked for for the type of player that he is. He mm. loves getting involved. He loves getting on the ball. He's obviously, he's, he's working so hard around the back just to try to, to be that extra man. Um, he's going to show up off Jemison's shoulder like at a rook in the middle of the field, you know what I mean, and, and try and get on the ball. And I think he just, he's such a big man for a winger. He wins them first contacts and he's able to get his hands free and he's really good at, at, at getting the ball and mm. at offloading as well. So, yeah. I think he did really well at, at getting involved and getting into the game. As, yeah. as Andy Farrell said, he, he likes their wingers to get involved and get mm -hmm. in the ball and just show up. Yeah, yeah Andy Farrell seems yeah. to be happy with him. Saying I think we, I think we actually have better, the clip so. here. Yeah, we have yeah. the clip here. Uh, I, I said to you, during the week, uh, all the lads that have took the field today, they've, they've uh, deserved the, the, the calls because of how we've seen the training over, over the last 12 days. And... Uh, James had a little bit of a wake-up call uh, and understood, went away and understood how he needed to prepare for um, international rugby. Um, his preparation is is through the roof in comparison to how, how it was before. He's learned, he's learned the hard way. Um, there's a few things that he needs to get better um, from from today as well. Uh, but his attitude's in the right place, and I'm sure that that will happen. But he finds a way into the game, you know. He's not a tidy player, and neither do we want our wingers to be tidy players. He finds a way into the into the game. He's in great nick. He's lost a bit of weight. Uh, he's fit. Um, I'm, I'm pleased for him today. Really honest from Andy Farrell there. Like a lot, I love about him. Mm. But do you think he will start for um, Ireland next week against New Zealand? Do you think he did enough? Um, I think he will. I think it's kind of the same as as, as Conway. I think it'd be unfair not to because he had such a great game. Um, I think that he he offers a lot more with his left boot as well. He's got a cannon of a left boot, so that's yeah. a good option for for your exits as well. 
Um, but I think he obviously he's grew up in New Zealand. He played played for the Maoris. He knows New Zealand. Um, they know him, I suppose, as well. But uh, I think that'll be just that extra little little bit of insider knowledge, maybe. Um, so I think it'd be unfair if he, if he didn't play as well. Yeah. yeah. Someone um, else we have to point out is player of the match, Jack Conan. I mean, let's, what are you feeding about Leinster? Because he just seems to be getting... I mean, he was good in that line store, but then he came out the weekend. He's just getting better and better. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he's... The past year or two, he's just gotten really good. I think ever since Caelan Doris came on, on, the, on the scene, he just <laughs> saw him, he, he just saw him in the, in, in the rearview mirror and he kind of just kicked on a little bit, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think, yeah, Jack's been playing phenomenal. I think, again, he, he just... He's able to win that first collision. He's able to keep the... Keep the ball alive, and you just say he's got great, great hands as well. You see, for for Bundy's try, just just the it's simple, but just the catch and give. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's just yeah. it's, it's the, the he same. makes it look simple. Exactly. So that's the thing. That's the thing. Yeah. And he seems like a nice guy as well, which is a lot of plus. That's a plus. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Do you know, yeah. to, see, and after the problems he had with injury, like to come back from a really bad injury like mm-hmm. that, yeah. and then to go on to this kind of form of getting in and starting three tests with the Lions, and then. I mean, I can see him doing serious damage against New Zealand next week if he mm-hmm. plays the way he played at the weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? he's incre- one of the best number eights in the world, yeah. definitely at the I moment. Think so, yeah. Yeah. I you think mentioned so. there uh, Bundy's try. There was nine tries from Ireland over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Was that your favourite one out of the bunch? I think so, yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. Just because the whole... The, the lead-up to it, I think it was a tie... Who, who who got the break? Who yeah. who popped at the ports? Who who and then they kind of went back out wide. And it's just everyone was involved. Class. Um, was the last. hands. I think I think it was Bomber. I think it was Conway who was who was making himself available as yeah. that extra man out the back. So he's able to obviously when you're defending, when the winger pops up, that's an extra man. It's kind of it's hard to defend, obviously. And then just just simple hands make it look easy. Um, mm. And Bundy was able to obviously a little step at the end, but he made he made it look easy as well. So yeah. I think it was a, it was a really really good team try. Great to see the skills from the props. Yeah, like Furlong yeah. burst through that gap. He was moving like yeah. the All Blacks scored that try. Like everyone be waxing Eric all over the world. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. that's the kind of level of try it was. Mm-hmm. Do you know when you've got like I said, you've got guys in the tight five yeah. getting involved <laughs> in those positions, throwing yeah. it, laugh yeah. loads and making breaks, yeah, yeah. and then getting it out to the back line. And yeah. savage, it's absolutely yeah. brilliant stuff. And it's great to see because it's something we don't see from Ireland. Yeah, exactly. Hopefully they keep it up. Yeah. Yeah. they're making it look really easy. But what they're not making easy is the security <laughs> at the matches. Um, Java sixty nine back again, our, making our his second appearance. Um, Ridiculous. what's going on like, how is this guy getting yeah. into the game so and the planning that's going into it like he's getting the gear made he's get, buying the tickets like it's expensive hobbies yeah it's hilarious and he, <laughs> I don't know, he's standing there for so long I don't know if you saw the New Zealand game but he's literally standing yeah. at the end of the line for like yeah. a good few minutes like, yeah and like the players know he's there, it's hilarious. But the other side of it is, it, what if he was a bit like a bit of a nutter, like mm. you know, going on? And, we were no, we were having that chat. It is funny and stuff. I remember seeing like he's there and he's, he's he has his hand on his chest and the has his hand on his belly and it's a laugh and a joke. But oh, seriousness, you know, I mean, you mm. played Niviva big games. What if this guy's another and he comes onto the pitch and he does something? I mean, I is it, have you, is it, has it ever happened to yeah. you or someone to come onto the pitch or? Thankfully, no, yeah. no. But like when we're as a player, we're all given our lanyards, we're all given our, our security mm. accesses. So I don't know how he's gotten through all that. Like, <laughs> Twice, is two he weeks in a row. Ones or, I don't know. Like, but it's it's ridiculous how he's actually getting onto the pitch, yeah. getting into the underground first of all, like or getting anywhere it's near. Cr- I, don't know. I think he's walking out of the stand, like getting out of a seat and just hopping the fence oh, and walking really? onto the pitch. Oh, yeah, but. I'm just glad he's not actually hurting yeah. any of the players and it's a bit of a laugh, but yeah. security definitely needs to be tightened up. Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, look, look yeah. as we said, it could get more serious. Moving on to the, the Wales and South Africa game, uh, obviously South Africa came out winners in the end there, but we had a pretty serious, pretty serious event in that mm-hmm. game with, uh, uh, who wasn't at full back? Um, Liam Williams. Sorry, Liam Williams was out in the wing and Watchcala tried to play. Johnny McNichol was playing full back. 
wasn't the best of passes, but as he throws the pass out, this guy runs onto the pitch, yeah. gets on, two security guards have to tackle him. If you look at it, it's actually ended it ends up to the security guard guys that gets in the way of gets in the way of Ian Williams. Now there might have been covered air in the end, right? Mm. That's that's not the point. Mm. First of all, he probably could have cost him a try. But second of all, that's in the middle of a play. That's dangerous. Something could have happened there. And what if this guy is that is wielding something or whatnot? I mean, mm-hmm. the security needs to be sorted there, guys, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's mad. There's a behind the scenes uh, video going around with that guy as well. And he just strolls straight down the ste- steps, hops the fence and walks onto the pitch. Like, it's yeah. just, they definitely need to look at their security here. Yeah. But Liam Williams was fuming. I'd say all the whales are fuming as well because they ended up losing by just one try, didn't they, in the mm. end? Yeah, there were a level like when this when this happened, like you know, you're into the last quarter of the game, mm. so like mm. no one knows what would have happened if if Lee Williams got like a clean pass there, and if he didn't, because he kind of has to spin into it to catch it, because your man gets in the way. Mm. Do you think he would have scored it? But I said, like, maybe or, like that. Like, we will. We never know. Unfortunately, know. that's the problem. Like, and he could have cost his country a, a, a win against the yeah. world champions yeah. in Cardiff. Yeah. I think the Welsh team, though, were trying to sabotage um, the match anyway because the night before that they were in um, the hotel and they there was two alarms went off, uh, fire alarms, and the South Africans had to come down. Um, no way. Yeah, from the alarms. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That. <laughs> and stand outside the hotel, really? <laughs> yeah, so it was only... Uh, uh, one of the guys uh, tweeted it on um, Facebook. He was smiling and laughing about it. You know, he wasn't too bothered. So it's only a little joke. You wouldn't do the Irish thing if, it, if the fire alarm goes off, you just stay in your bed. Feel the floor if it's hot or not. It was a security yeah. thing, so I don't think they actually were going to sabotage it. Looking at the game itself, I mean, like I said, like coming into that last quarter, um, Wales were level. But as usual, the, the bomb squad came off the bench. Mark's got the important try. I mean, to have a bench like they have to bring on, be able to bring on like someone, Mark, Malcolm Marks was our hooker for any team in the world. Mm-hmm. And he comes off the bench yeah. and like he was, he, was, he was the impact player. And they've got so many guys like they had, I know the Snyman is out injured now, but they had guys like Snyman, like they have a full front row to come on, they've got full front five to come on. And then like they've got, you know, it's just ridiculous. Like, but I think yeah. Wales, uh, Wales did enough to, to, to could maybe possibly win that game, couldn't they? Yeah, they obviously played a lot better than they did last week. Yeah. Um, they obviously learned, learned a lot from themselves last week after that. After that big defeat, um, um, so they obviously put it up against South Africa pretty well, but they're not they're, they're not the world champions for nothing. Do you know what I mean? So as you said, that that bench is ridiculous coming on, and Malcolm Marks, as you said, is a phenomenal player. Like so, it's it's kind of, kind of hard. Like yeah. It's yeah. true. Yeah. yeah, South Africa were very good because Wales got no tries. It was just six mm. penalties and I think most of them were right in front of the post as well for Dan Bigger. So, mm. as you said, South Africa are world champions for a reason. Mm. And it's cool that Razi Rasmus has created this mindset around the bomb squad. Like, you know, they're happy to be mm. that bomb squad. Where mm. lads would usually be probably a bit upset that they're sitting on the bench. There's mm. a do- good documentary called The Rising Sun if you watch it. It's brilliant. It's really if good. If anyone has seen that, I think it's one of the best documentaries I've ever it's seen. It's incredible, a rugby documentary about South Africa's win in the World Cup mm. and, yeah. and their mindset is just, you can't, you can never write them off. Yeah. Which is obviously why they came on and then Malcolm Mark scored. I think it was actually, when you look back really, it's kind of Eddie Jones that technically started that because he's the guy that came along and said, you're no longer a replacement, you're a finisher. You're a finisher. And you've yeah. got like, it's you see it now on some of the English Championship teams, they've all got these different names. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you're a finisher or you're a bolter or you're a bomber. So mm-hmm. it's gone on the days like, you're a sub because you're not good enough. It's just like, no, like we might, like, we prefer to bring you on at 55, 60 minutes. Everyone has a role. That's, like, yeah. Yeah, you, that's, you, that's still your role in the team. Like, yeah. at the end of the day, you're an international rugby player. Yeah, know. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And how, go on. Go on. I was going to say, how do you think England and Scotland will um, get on against the Springboks? Dev. Yeah, uh, obviously it remains to be seen. I think obviously we we, we got to see how Scotland get on against Australia today, um, and then we'll obviously uh, England obviously had a phenomenal, phenomenal uh, 
performance against Tonga. So, um, but again, they're world champions. You're never going to write them off. Uh, I think England in in Twickenham is a very is a very hard game, and they'll mm. obviously be be uh, be focusing on on that, on that game yeah. more than anything. Um, I think for the South Africans, it, it's coming to an end of a lot of a very long year for them. So a lot of tired bodies. So. Yeah. Uh, I would say England have a very good chance to beat them, mm-hmm. um, but we'll see. Yeah, and England were great in the weekend. I know they're going up against a very weak Tongan team. I think they scored 11 tries in England, but they were flying it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if you got to see the match, Dev, but they were just, every, all the wingers, all mm-hmm. the back rows, they're all just flying, making breaks. So mm-hmm. I do think they might put it up against the, the Saffirs. Yeah, no, obviously 11 tries in, a, in an international is, 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 is pretty good. I didn't actually get to see the game. <laughs> yeah. I've got a four-year-old and a one-year-old at home, so we've got... <laughs> One game per weekend to watch. <laughs> oh, looking at the game, when he brought in Courtney Laws as captain, had another absolute storming performance. Um, he left Marcus Smith on the bench with Farrell because people are complaining, why isn't Marcus Smith starting? He was actually carrying a knock during the week. So George Forback then went in at 10. Um, like, as I said, it was just... Like, the, the, big, the big thing for me, the match that kind of drove me mad was that, that Villiami fine red card. Um, yeah. some, I saw some people online saying, what are you looking at? What are you saying? That's, that's soft. Look at the clip. He, mm. he, 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 first of all, he, he, he puts a high tackle in, then he gets involved in afterwards and, and comes in on top of Marcus Smith. But as he comes in, he comes in with his elbow on the ground and elbows him into the face like that. Which force? He took his so, own player out as well to get there. Yeah, I mean, you, you would have thought, like, I mean, I, I know rugby was a different sport, like, all those years ago, and there was all this niggle on the ground. Mm. That kind of stuff's gone. And that's just stuff. There's, it, I was just shocked when I saw it going, like, what are you, what are you thinking? I was shocked, yeah. but like, I can kind of understand where he was coming from as well. I know that sounds a bit odd, but do you know when you're losing that badly and you're heat at the moment, you're just really upset and angry. You just want to give someone a cheap shot. Like yeah. that was a cheap shot. Now I'm not a bad, I'm not a player like that. Yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't think, but like, do you know what I mean? They, I, uh, oh, I kind of do, but like it's, 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 yeah. there's, there's no really room for it in the game mm. anymore. And like, there's so many cameras, there's so many angles. Like I think, there's what about ha- having 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 uh, a calm head on you? You need to be able to control it, and you need to be able to understand that mm-hmm. you're yeah. going to get a ban if you do it. Like do you know what I mean? So it's yeah. uh, there's no more sneaky digs in a rock anymore. No, like, those days are gone. No, there's no, no there's no digs into the kidney. Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. gone. You yeah. know, yeah. they said you've got TMOs and everything. But uh, yeah. Greg, you you obviously you saw the game we were talking about before, and like I mean, anyone in particular impressed you? Who really, the team? who really impressed me were the two wingers. Uh, Johnny May is obviously incredible. Then this, this new guy. Ra- Radwin yeah. um, on the wing I think it's only his second game for England but yeah. he's unbelievable Rocket Rocket and he yeah. just got, 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 came out of nowhere I think he plays for Newcastle Falcons he's yeah. only 23 he's really impressed me um, and it was great to see Manu Tulangi back playing great again he's had a, been riddled with injuries over the last couple of seasons him back in the centre with Henry Slade um, but look Tonga weren't up to too much mm. after when they got the red card I think there was four tries running against them so um, really good England side really impressive but we'll see over the next couple of weeks mm-hmm. now when they go up against them uh, yeah. The spring box. Yeah, yeah. What do you make of the number eight situation with England? So I think this whole thing is a bit bizarre. He drops Billy Vanapola, and then he's got a ready-made replacement in Sam Simmons, who's off the back of a lion store. Then he's got Alex Dombrand playing for Quinns, who was an absolute monster, but then he decides to put Curry in at eight and drops him instead of the squad on and put Dombrand on the bench. What's the thought process, process behind that? <laughs> I don't know. You want, you want to know what Sam Simmons into him or something, won't you? But like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's. it's who knows? Do you know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. Again, it just shows the amount of options that he has in the back row as well. You know? Yeah. You said you reckon they'll beat Australia, guys? Australia are like, or come back into form again, like they're a decent side. 
Australia are doing well, yeah. They're quite Cooper back at 10 and, and Curly B is... They don't know. They're not Cooper, unfortunately. Is Cooper, he, he, he has to pull out because of the contract commitments with Japan. Like, he'd be emotional and post up. Like, so, I think okay. that could be... As you, said, like, you were saying there, if he was there, yeah. yeah. I think that could be the difference. As in, he's, but when he came back in, they didn't, they didn't lose a game when he came back in at Rugby Championship. No, he just you know? offers so much in attack, like moving yeah. guys, putting in guys into spaces. But, yeah, that's a big loss now. I didn't realise that. Yeah. But the, England will also be missing Owen Farrell, potentially, because of getting COVID. Mm. He has to isolate for 10 right. days. So, that obviously moves on to near the Australian yeah. fixture, I think. Yeah, um, so it's not confirmed yet, like, but... Yeah. yeah, you'd imagine he'd miss it. So that that's he a big, like, yeah. that's a big. But he missed on the weekend, and, and there were still sixty nine three. So, yeah. um, I do, I can't see Australia beating England. I just think they're too yeah. good across the board. Yeah, I agree with you. Ten, if you'd Marcus made a ten and slayed a twelve into a laggy a thirteen, yeah. or, t- or even slayed a t- yeah. the other way around like this, yeah. then he ain't a bad 10, 12, yeah. 13 combination, is it? Incredible. <laughs> but another another really good win a game from Le Blues. France beat in Argentina 29-20. Um, I thought it was a really great match to watch. I haven't seen much of Argentina play um, and don't know much too much about them, but yeah. I thought they really put it to France. It was a great game. Yeah, they started off well. Thomas Kubli came on and uh, didn't come on. He started and he charged down uh, Joubert oh, yeah. um, and uh, scored a try early That's on. It's a free try, yeah. Free try, kind of shook try. French. <laughs> There's a dropout, yeah. I just saw, I saw the highlights and I just yeah. saw the 20 dropout, but like, it seemed like he was very, very close to the 22. A lot of people are saying that, yeah. It's like he didn't see him there or something. Yeah. He just went away to kick it, but, he, yeah. but it was a... Yeah, no, it was a great lockdown and try, obviously, from it. Um, but just from the highlights, it looked like a very fiery game. Yeah, <laughs> it was, yeah. Um, ben O'Keefe, the TMI, was a bit of a buzzkill, though. Um, you know, what was he talking about half the time? Yeah, there was a lot of stuff going on. See, I think what happened in that game is, like, Argentina loved to get under your skin. Have you ever mm-hmm. watched those games? Like, I'm sure you played against some, like, they love a good scrap. You've got guys like Lavanini in there, like, mm-hmm. who love to throw a dig, and nine times out of ten, he's going to get a little card in the game. And things got a bit messy at the start, and then the TMO was coming in a lot, and the referee was coming in a lot. And at one stage, there was three or four fights, and then the French guy and Argentina, both of them got yellow carded. And there was nothing in it. It was just a push and a slap. He was just like, I'm sick of this fighting. Yeah, yeah. Both of them got yellow carded. So I think that was a lot of that was down to the eight. The Argentines. It was it said it was a fury affair. Mm-hmm. You know, it really was. Yeah. Greg, you have quite a good backstory about one of the players you were telling me about earlier, Tamad um, Flamand. Yeah, yeah, Thibaut Flamand. He's the second row for France. I don't know if you, you know this guy. He plays yeah. number four for France. He's only a young guy, 24, I think he is. He's a mad story. So he... Played for Belgium's rugby's underage teams coming up, and then he went to Loughborough University, and he played for their fifth choice team as a fly half. And then, yeah, madness. And then he went to Argentina playing club rugby, and then he got brought back to England, got a contract with Wasps, and now signed for Toulouse in 2020. Just got into the French squad. So he's like 24 now. So he's like 24. So he went from being a fly half, yeah, yeah, in a fifth choice university. To score, to to score a world of a try yeah. against Argentina in front of a packed stadium yeah. inside the France. He scored an incredible so try. Yeah, six foot eight out half. Like, yeah, what do you do? <laughs> 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 no. Do you always play like? Did you play second no, the whole way up? Or did you play any other positions? Yeah, well, no, I played number eight in first year. Like, <laughs> and then when I got to juniors, they were like, "You're will be the second row for the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah. You're going in a second row. <laughs> no choice." And so Ireland is actually taking on. Argentina in a fortnight. What are your chan- What do we think Ireland's gonna um, bring to the table against them? It's also, people haven't really been talking about the Argentina game yet. Yeah, they? They're all just talking about the All Blacks. So mm. I think there's have to get, get get by the big black team first. Yeah, um, and then, but like again. Ireland Argentina are always is always a it's always a great game as well. Do you know what I mean? It's going to be fiery as well, especially with the RGs. Um, but again, yeah, no, it'll be it'll be it'll be a great great game. 
Greg, you have a lot of experience playing against the Argentinas in the sevens, and yeah. you said that they are they're really good. They are they're incredible. I've played yeah. Argentina a few times, and as you mentioned there, they're just so fiery. Everything <laughs> is just so personal against Argentina. You've probably played against <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, I have. Yeah. They're just so yeah. hard. Everything's completely yeah. like emotional with them. But I would say the Irish camp hasn't even started to think about the Argentina game. No. It's all blacks next no, week. Yeah. 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 The yeah. small matter of New Zealand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And talking about New Zealand, um, be in the um, Italy time, 47 nine was it yeah um huge win from them and do you think it was a hammering that they gave Italy you know I thought it might have been a bit more points I, I, we were all like, to be honest like, no offence Italy I think we were all expecting a cricket mm-hmm. score there despite the fact that New Zealand like literally made 23 changes yeah. <laughs> but like, like when you make 23 changes and you bring in someone like Dane Coles at hooker you bring in Richie Moranga at 10 uh, like I don't think it makes much of a difference and yeah. like Italy kind of hung on in that game for a lot of us like the, the half time the score wasn't too high 47-9 yeah. and to, to, losing 47-9 to New Zealand it's not. It's not huge. Really. No. That's actually a good result for them. Well, what's What's really good for Italy was that after half an hour, it was yeah. nil all, which is inc- incredible. Like the mm-hmm. whole All Blacks nil all for thirty minutes. Like, yeah, that's the thing. Well, I was watching the Ireland game, and then obviously I switched over at twenty minutes, and it was nil all. I was like, "What is going yeah. on here?" For yeah. nil all after thirty yeah. minutes next week, lads. I think we take that. Yeah. To be honest with you, I think. But I think. I think. That, I think that comes from the changes because it was twenty three <laughs> changes. It was kind of different team who haven't yeah. played together that much, so it kind of took twenty minutes, half an hour to kind of <laughs> to get into it and get to know each other. Well, not they obviously know each other, but like to to play an international test. Game. Of course, together yeah. it took a while, little, little while to click. It looked like a bit of a B side from the New Zealand squad. Do you think that was the case? Are they saving some of their players for for us next week? It's a bit hard to call it a like a, yeah. B, a B squad. Like like they're all international all blacks. You mean as well? So, and they're all phenomenal players. So it's hard to say. But I think the the team that they will play against Ireland next week will probably be a lot more a lot uh, the same as what they played in Wales. Probably, yeah. Yeah. you would like to think probably. You know what it takes to beat the All Blacks. Sitting with a legend who has beaten the All Blacks. Twice. So, twice. Twice. Yeah. 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 twice. So you know what it takes. So what does it take? Yeah. Um, do you think the team at the moment, the Irish yeah. squad, has what it takes to beat New Zealand next week? And who is your starting lineup? <laughs> wow. <laughs> who is the starting lineup? Big question. Um, first of all, uh, I suppose what it takes. Um, I think they do have what it takes to beat them. Um, I think... First of all, you just need to, as I kind of said earlier on, you need to get every little thing, all 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 the non-negotiables right. You mm-hmm. got to be able to hold on to the ball. You need to be able to kind of win collisions. You need to be uh, and set piece. Set piece is huge. You need to be able to win your lineup ball. You need to be able to win, win your scrum ball and just hold on to the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't really be all these. You can't be knocking the ball on. You can't be dropping it. You can't be like getting little stuff wrong mm-hmm. so you need to get the little stuff right and once you once everyone kind of gets that right and everyone starts clicking then you have a chance I suppose um, so I think it's just getting that little stuff right going into the game and, and, and set piece is going to be huge Can you remember much from like I'm looking back in that 2018 game like it's it's obviously I watch a lot of rugby but I remember back a couple of years ago I had that recorded on the skybox I ended up watching that game like five or six times mm-hmm. there was just something about that game like I've never seen Ireland come out with such intensity like I remember in the first couple of minutes you'd stand there and make that massive huge turnover and then like everyone would just went cra- the whole of you just went crazy then you had that big massive tackle on um, oh, what's his name Brody, uh, Brody, Brody yeah, yeah. and there was, there was probably 20 of those moments there was a big there was a big moment with Ty Furlong there was a big moment with Aki yeah. like what was the feeling going into that game? Can you remember much? Like you must have been absolutely just on fire, <laughs> ready to just tear into them because the intensity was incredible. Yeah, 
it's it's a different animal going into an All Blacks game, you know. Um, no matter what people say, it's 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 the pinnacle of of, of what you're going to do, I suppose. And because we had beaten them in Chicago, the kind that monkey was off our back, so we were able to obviously just focus on okay, we've done it once, we can we can we can we can fire on now. Um, and it's the whole week just leading up to it. Do you know what I mean? Like we do, you do a lot of video, you do a lot of stuff preparing for this, so you're kind of waiting for waiting for it, and you're just counting down. And then once it starts, you're you're just going hell for letter, to be honest. Um, but going into it, I think we ticked all the boxes. We we, we got our set piece right. We we won the collisions, uh, and just just stuff started clicking for us. Mm -hmm. Do you mean so we did that one try that Stockdale scores in the corner where oh. he, he does the, the the chip over? That yeah. was that was off the training park. So when stuff like that starts working for you, yeah, that's when you realize okay, we're in a good space here, and and, and you, you kick yeah. on, and then it's just winning those keep, mini moments. Exactly, well, yeah. Yeah. and yeah. then it's just keeping them out. It's getting your defense right, you know. Yeah, so. yeah. starting the game as you mean to go. Mm. I remember always, you know, if you started the game, those first yeah. couple of minutes mm -hmm. are crucial. You know, mm -hmm. that first take, whoever mm -hmm. it is, they catch that ball, go forward, yeah. that's it. You're going to have a good yeah. game. Yeah. Do we have a clip here actually of Johnny Sexton um, speaking about what he thinks ahead of the deal again, whether or not they can win it? I don't think you'd ever say you're really confident about beating the All Blacks because, you know, you need to get away from thinking about the results. You need to go and look after the process and make sure that you put out your very best performance and that will give you a chance. Um, if we don't do that, we have no chance. So all our focus will be on, obviously we'll do our an analysis on them. Um, you know, they've got some really dangerous players. They've, they've got a good coaching team that, that have been, they've had some good results of late and, um, you, you know, we'll give them the respect that they absolutely deserve, but we got to concentrate on making sure that we give our best version of ourselves. Um, you know, next Saturday, that, that'll be the most important thing. It's a guy who looks like they're they feel in their bones that there's definitely a chance this weekend, yeah. without a doubt. Like I mean, you ha and you have to feel that going into a game mm. against New Zealand until you have to feel that okay, we can beat them. But like as you said there, we're gonna have to talk about the the start next week. I mean, we have to I know it's it's gonna be tough. But I mean how many changes do you make from that Japan game? Do you think it'll be the same team? Uh, I think it'll be the same team. I think it's 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 hard to look past anybody. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um yeah, you, put, you look at the, the bench that we had for that game and you look at Henderson, Pete, Murray, uh, <laughs> Earl Z, do you know what I mean? You could turn like anything with Keane Healy, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think the, the, the one change you might see is Conor Murray might come in for nine, uh, which is yeah. hard on Jemison because he mm. played so, so well. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It wouldn't really be fair, would it? Because he did play so well, scored a try, yeah. kicked really exactly. well. Exactly, I know, yeah. Maybe it's because Murray is just, mm. what, his box kick and his set piece, as you said, set piece has to be good against New Zealand and yeah. Murray, Murray just brings that more. Yeah. 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 Yeah against him as well like and maybe yeah. like Jamison loves to kind of spread the ball like you're going to see he, he comes out and he, yeah. he carries the ball a lot he runs sideways a lot but he runs sideways because yeah. he wants to keep everything alive yeah. and that might necessarily work in New Zealand maybe in the last half an hour and you know what Jamison is is it's it's kind of sometimes it helps it comes to the detriment to some players they're great off the bench yes. do you know what I mean like so he's 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 done phenomenal work for for us for Leinster like when kind of him and Lukey McGrath were kind of yeah. playing together like no matter which one of them starts which one come off the bench they come off the bench and they just bring that extra little something so he might be really good coming off the bench at like 55 60 mm -hmm. and kind of you know and what do you think of Keith Els coming in as a centre you know, obviously, do you see him as a as a an outside centre? Well, like like, a, like years ago when yeah. like he used to play thirteen. Do you know yeah. I think like it, senior it, it, cup and stuff. He was thirteen. Oh yeah, where yeah. he was supposed to be a replacement. Yeah. It was talked about him being yeah. a replacement. Yeah, yeah, but then he just obviously became a winger and Drago yeah. yeah. kept playing for Not years. Not a bad winger either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, yeah. So yeah, no, it's great seeing him playing centre. He can play there. Do you know what I mean? He just obviously yeah. 
um, has done great for Owen the wing over yeah. the years. Like, do you know what I mean? So, and do you yeah. think he should start in the wing against uh, against New Zealand instead of James Lowe? Because the, the defensive question over James Lowe there. Um, like again, we said earlier on, I think it'd be very, very harsh on on on, on Lowe not to play uh, or Conway. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I think they will stick with the same. Yeah. But again, if you bring Rosie in, he's going to bring something different as well. And he's proven, what has he got, 94 caps? He's, just, mm. he's, he's, he's been a phenomenal player for Ireland as well. Yeah. So it's, it's no matter who comes in, do you know what I mean? I think they'll, they'll, they'll do a job. Like. What's the build-up going to be like this week? What's it like? As you said, like coming into playing New Zealand, there's nothing bigger. Yeah. Uh, is it the same kind of preparation? Or like will there be that little bit extra bite in training, that little bit extra bite kind of just in general around the camp? I think it'll be the... It'll be the same physical preparation. It, um, training might have a little bit more of an edge to it. Um, although because they've just after played a test match, they might be mm. Monday, Tuesday might be a, a little bit less mm. kind of a, a bite to it, to be honest. Because um, uh, if it's the same starting 15, they'll have to kind of take care of them for the first, for, for Monday, Tuesday. Um, and then uh, I think they have Thursdays off. So they might train Wednesday and then have a Thursday off. But I'm, I'm not sure because we used to do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday off, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, but I think they might have changed around mm. a bit since I've, since I've left. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's just, there's a general air uh, around the place that, you know, that that is such an important game week, you know, when it's important game week, and I'm not saying Japan wasn't important, but it was, it was the first one, um, and, and, and they were just kind of getting under belt, but I think everyone will know in the back of their mind that it's, it's a huge game this week. Yeah, you don't need a reminder of any no. odd-backs, I don't think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah completely. So what, what do you think? How do you think they'll get on? Do you think that we could beat them? <laughs> yeah. I think absolutely, yes, we can beat them. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think it'll be hard. Um, I think it, we I can think or we will. As I, said, <laughs> <laughs> I think we can win, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we <laughs> can. The political answer, we can. Yeah, we can. <laughs> I, I, sorry, I just had a personal question. With the two wins you have against New Zealand, which yeah. one's your favourite? Oh, nice. Oh uh, yeah, uh, it's hard to look by pie. It's hard to look by Chicago. Yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean? It was it was an unbelievable weekend. Um, it's a five year anniversary on Friday or something, wasn't it? It was yeah, it was just gone. Just yeah, gone, I think yeah. yeah. It, it was just a phenomenal experience. A whole week, obviously, because I think in Chicago the the Cubs had just won for the first time in 105 years as well. Yeah. So the whole city was going bananas for that. <laughs> wow. they, it was the Friday before we were playing on Saturday. They had a massive yeah. big parade, and it was something like the sixth or seventh biggest mass gathering of people ever, like or something or what? something like that. Yeah, and it was like three million people or something in the city. That's and no uh, we we were staying in we were staying in in, in Trump Hotel. <laughs> and, and we got brought up to the actual, to the very, very top. It was, I think it's like the second or third tallest in America. And we 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 got brought up, and you could see, you could see obviously the whole city. You could see the three million people. It was it was it was it was phenomenal experience. Um, wow. So just leading into it, and there was so many Irish around, obviously because there's a lot of Irish in Chicago and a lot yeah. of Irish around. So there was there was wow. so many so many green flags and jerseys going around the place, and you couldn't walk down the street without some someone saying you're get, getting pictures or anything. So um, as as an experience, it's something you'll never forget. Do you know what I mean? And then obviously to put forty points on them in the game and yeah. and, and, and play the way we did and it was just something obviously I'll, I'll never forget like yeah, yeah. I can imagine it came out and even the Foley tribute before and I'd say kind of yeah. got you going even more yeah, no, absolutely. yeah, yeah. I'd say that was something yeah. actually, something special I can't yeah. wait for the game next week yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just yeah. wanted to ask do, do you have any tickets for this game <laughs> have you got any connections yeah. because I'm like looking at my phone I was like he's sure at that I was like he's at this match I'm sitting at home no Okay, I think we'll look at uh, tr contenders for Troy the weekend, guys, will we? Yeah, yeah. And uh, there was a couple of decent ones, obviously. Um, I think 
the big one for me, I think we were discussing it before, and my favourite try of the weekend here was, was Bundyaki's try. Because just just everything that was in it, um, you know, as I said, as you mentioned earlier, like you had like the tight fight getting involved, you'd pass it, been thrown, you'd offloads, you'd steps. It was just, it was like an all black strike. Yeah. You know, you know. Incredible skills from the fours. That's what's most impressive to me. Like, yeah. Especially Jack Conan's there at the end, the last mm-hmm. pass. Like, that's yep. that's not easy at that pace. No. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was a really good one. But another one for me was, um, we mentioned earlier the second row for France, oh, yeah. Flamant, I think his name is. That's poor French accent out of me. <laughs> Flamont. Flamont. You, Flamont. Hey, you've just been to Paris. <laughs> I was well. just back over to His try just was so good. Such a nice line, and he had to finish as well, go around the full back. Yeah. It's incredible from a second row to be doing Six foot eight. Like, <laughs> yeah, to move, yeah. to move like that at six foot eight. Like, I'm not, not saying you couldn't move like that. You know, I'm not saying you still can't move like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I have one as well from Andrew Conway's. His first try was absolutely brilliant. Uh, James Lowe with the break, yeah. you know, offloading it then to Josh Van Flair, mm. then off to Bandiaki in the mid in the middle, and that lovely grabber kick from the Gibson yeah. Park to score in the corner. I just think that was just Another even just explaining it. It yeah. sounded yeah. great. Yeah. So that was, just, that was my favorite. It's class that we're not looking at like, oh, it's an amazing individual try. Like yeah. these are class team tries that Ireland scoring. Where literally there's there's eight, nine, ten guys getting yeah. involved and they'll be trying something we haven't seen. Like. And, uh, you see it in a lot of the big teams. If you rely too heavily on your big players, your star players, mm-hmm. you ain't going to get too far. Mm-hmm. You'll score, yeah. you know, your star player can, can run the pitch against uh, a Tonga, for example. But yeah. up against the All Blacks next week, yeah. the All Blacks, you, you see them, like everyone touches the ball when they score. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. everyone. Exactly. Another try that really impressed me, um, which is kind of like a boring one, it seems like, but Andrew Conway's one going down the right wing. Hugo Keenan's last pass there mm. was like a 15 metre pass yeah. and it was perfect yeah. with full pace. Mm. I just thought that was incredible skills after the, the move inside as well. So Ireland yeah. are in a great spot. Yeah, yeah That's his seven skills going through, isn't it? Yeah, it's from the sevens. Yeah. Man, I remember him taking yeah. a high ball as well at one stage where he like literally runs like 15 metres and jumps about 10 metres into the mm. air. Like, he like... I, I'd love to see him in training like under the high ball. I'd see he's Hugo. Hugo yeah. Keane, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's something else. No, he's brilliant. But, uh, he's he's kind of not, not splashed onto the scene, but you know what I mean? He's played 14 games in a row now and, and yeah. he's, he's, just, he's just been yeah. phenomenal the last year or two. Yeah. Like, you Once know? he got into that 15 jersey, he yeah, hasn't let it go. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's not losing that jersey. You can't get him out. There's no way he's getting dropped. Like he's in that. He's cemented that 15 jersey for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dev, so out of them four nominations, which one would you pick this I think we said it, I, th- I think we said it earlier on. I think Bundy, yeah. but, but, yeah. Bundy's try was a, it was a complete team try. Forwards, tight five getting on the getting on the ball and tight making the break and giving the ports and stuff and then uh, the hands from Jack into the, into the corner like Bundy didn't really have a lot of work to do for it. Yeah. <laughs> do you mean so? <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, uh, guys, we've only got one nomination for jukebox award this week. There was obviously there was plenty of tackles in this, but there was one absolutely monstrous one. I don't know if you saw it. That was uh, Cia Khaleesi on uh, to Tomas Williams in the Welsh game. <laughs> the, the big box captain, he absolutely lifted oh, him into the air. He flew. <laughs> I remember that actually. I saw the tweet. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of, lot of images that go around with that. Like, but uh, yeah, yeah, I, I enjoyed flying, that one. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be a meme. Really. <laughs> <laughs> Williams didn't do himself any favours yeah. no. while trying to tackle him no. like this. Like, yeah. Yeah. You can't be going that high something <laughs> no, like that. Not No, 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 no. I think that's the only jukebox we have, is it? Yeah, that's yeah. definitely yeah. the winner. That's the winner, 100%. Um, yeah. You know, stand up moments obviously I think you were talking about Spain and a Fiji game yeah so Spain played Fiji and I wouldn't really know the 15 side of the Spanish team but I know the 7 side and they're really good athletes they're, in, they're really good at 7 circuit um, and they nearly 
well, they didn't nearly beat Fiji, but they were leading 10-0 at one stage and then they're actually leading 13-12 at half time. So Spanish rugby's coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, they ended up losing 43-13 now to Fiji, but like that's that's going to be that way. Like Fiji are great. Um, but it's cool to see like those second nations, ter- third nations doing better and rugby's just getting better overall. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Yep. Yep. Um, another big story this week, um, sad story, I suppose, um, is uh, Carl Heyman, the former All Blacks prop. Like, I mean, a lot of people, uh, I was only talking to a few of my friends during the week, um, He's a guy that's like people looked up to growing up, like because he was that good. He was just like I look back and I remember Carl Heyman. And I think he was at one stage he was the highest level player in the world, mm. but uh, he's forty-one years of age and he's been diagnosed with early onset dementia. Oh, um, he's yeah. going to be part of that case where they're just, you're supposed to be suing world rugby over concussion-related injuries and whatnot. But sad to see, isn't it? Like mm. it, you don't get worried about things like that, do you? Know what I mean, or do you think it's just it's just case by case basis kind of thing? Is it? Yeah, look, it's obviously very worrying to see, but I think you said it's, it's very case by case. So I think I've been very lucky over my career. Mm-hmm. I haven't really had any concussions. So I mean, people, yeah. yeah, do you know what I mean? So it's, um, again, as I said, I've been very lucky. Um, and again, it's just case by case. So it's it's incredibly sad to see, mm-hmm. um, th- to see that something can happen. I think World Rugby have been doing their best over the last mm-hmm. couple of years to to obviously mitigate the game. Of course. That, and they've obviously the tackle heights coming down. They're, they're, they're doing everything they can. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it'd be interesting to see what comes from it. Like 10, 15 years ago, I suppose, um, when you got concussed, it wasn't taken as, ser- as seriously as, mm. as it is now. There was no HA or anything. Um, like, it's yeah. yeah. And I suppose I was listening to a podcast and they were saying, you know, these old school boys rugby were mm. saying it was almost kind of a sign of weakness if you went off with a head injury yeah. back then, you know, 15, 20 years ago. Mm. Yeah. Whereas obviously it's, a lot has changed now. Um, so in a way, it's great that he has taken this yeah. to the board and things are being done. You know, there's so many... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, cases and the RFU are, are brilliant at uh, making yeah. sure that you're safe to play. Yeah. I've experienced it myself, but... But even 15, 20 years ago, the way that they entered the scrums, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So they used to literally <laughs> just go, like, straight in, like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it was obviously going to get head collisions then, like, so yeah. it's... Um, World Rugby can only do as much as they could along the way. Like they had to go with medicine. So I think at that time they didn't even realize how mm. bad concussions were. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not just in World Rugby as well. There's in the NFL. There's serious issues with with uh, early onset dementia with NFL players and things like it's, that. So it's scary. It like, is so I, scary. I, I did my thesis on a documentary on concussion and I looked into stuff like CT and stuff. And I spoke to neurologists and I spoke to World Rugby and I spoke to the guys from NPro and whatnot and some scary things and some interesting things. But mm. I think. Definitely, as you said, if you do look back 10, 15 years ago, there was nothing being done. And mm-hmm. it's probably come back to haunt now because rugby wasn't a safe sport back then. No. But it is now. Yeah, I think they're, I think people are doing everything they can. I think mm-hmm. you, you can look, there's just there's special headgear that people, that as are wearing. I think in Leinster, we're doing a trial now where you have, we have GPS in gu- a gum yeah. shield. Yes, I actually read about so that. That's what yeah. we're now at the minute. So I, I don't know, um, I haven't seen any results written from it yet. I think we've only tried it for one or two games. So what measures the impact? Is it like a, in yeah. training you wear them the whole yeah. time? Yeah. Actually, yeah. the women were wearing them at the weekend yeah. for, the, for the England and New Zealand game. They were wearing it for in training and everything for the next few weeks. Yeah, it was. Yeah, they were. It was on the BBC. Actually, they were talking about. it. I think it's brilliant. Like, mm. it's great to see anything. That's what said. Mm. They're, they're clearly putting the money in. They're clearly putting the research in. Like, but as yeah, I said, exactly. it's still unfortunate to hear things like this happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Um, so now, Devin, we asked yeah. social media for some <laughs> questions, and we got loads in oh, with some yeah. great stuff. But the first one is a cracking one <laughs> from someone you might know, Mike McCarthy. <laughs> <laughs> he asked. Uh, um, I'll give you the exact wording now. He goes, "If Dev could be any animal, what would he be?" And 
and why. <laughs> Jack McGarry responded and uh, suggested a cat. Oh, God. It had to be Mac or it had to be Jack. <laughs> is there a story there? You're clearly pals with him. No, is it? <laughs> there's no story. He just, I think Macker used to go around telling people that I had a cat called Kevin. Um, <laughs> that was it. That was it. He did, he just make up stories and just tell people like that, 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 and that was it. I don't know why it's called Kevin. Kevin called yeah, Kevin, like yeah, such a random yeah. story to make yeah. up. Yeah. Do I have to answer the question? Hugo Main asked, uh, if you weren't a rugby player, what would you be and why? He thinks you'd make a great shelf stacker. <laughs> shelf stacker? I used to say it'd be a good window cleaner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know, seriously though, I feel like you're like I mean if you weren't like is there anything you were more interested in when you were younger Seriously, yeah, no, I've no idea. Yeah. I literally like, I used to have a, like an interest in kind of the science or the maths or what, what, yeah. whatever that would whatever that would equate into now. I don't know, like, do you know what I mean? So I just kind of from school, I, I went into what did I do? I started an arts degree, and I was like yeah. dropped out of that because <laughs> it was. I just realised it wasn't worth it. And then I, yeah. did, I did a degree in sports management. Okay. Whether I would stay in sports, I don't know. Like, obviously, love being involved in it, so um, I don't know. Whatever happens, we'll see, but yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, Dev, you were born, literally born to play rugby. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, I have a great one from um, Dan Lonigan. asked, what was your greatest memory in the jersey? Now, he didn't say which specific jersey, so we'd love to hear one from your Leinster oh, right. um, and your Irish jersey. Yeah, okay, right. Um, I suppose Ireland, I've, I've been very fortunate to be involved in a lot of really good teams, I suppose, it's hard to pick one. Do you mean, we've talked about the Chicago already. The Chicago game against the All Blacks was huge. First cap uh, in the Aviva um, was unbelievable. Um, in 2010, um, winning the Six Nations in the Stade de France when we bet them in 2013, that was that was that was unbelievable. That was the first kind of first time I had been a, kind of a starter for Ireland and uh, winning the Six Nations over in Stade de France, beating France was brilliant. Yeah, um, be, beating the All Blacks um, twice and first win in South African soil in 2016 yeah. was brilliant, and that was kind of huge for me because that actually happened three weeks after my dad passed away, so oh, yeah. it was huge. Like mm -hmm. I, I, I'll, I'll never forget that. You know, yeah, so yeah, but. Uh, it's not a bad catalogue of all. No, <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, I suppose again, we um, winning the tour down Australia, twenty eighteen first first tour down Australia was huge. But if you pick one, it's hard to look by Chicago. Yeah, you know, yeah, to be yeah. honest, that'll, that'll stick me forever. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, next question is from Lane MCG. Is the username, and she wants to know who is the scariest lock you've played against. Scary. Now you don't have to use the adjective scary. Scariest lock. Toughest again. Well, like I think the, the lock that everyone comes to mind, and for me as well, is Baki Spota. Yeah. <laughs> so we played against him in Toulon, um, and he was—he's—he's he's a freak. He's phenomenal. Um, I suppose skillful wise, I suppose Ali, played against Ali Williams as well. Ali Williams was was, was phenomenal. Yeah. Um, played against Victor Matfield as well. So, but Backy's both are probably up there. Yeah. yeah. And following on from that question, who was the best second row you've ever partnered with? And partnered with? with? Um, you've been a lot. Yeah. Um, it's hard to look by Paul O'Connell. Mm -hmm. um, I've learned a lot from him, and like, like when, when I kind of start 
when I got into the first, when I got starting in the Ireland team first, it was kind of me and him in the second row. And yeah. it was brilliant because I was able to learn from him as a line-out caller. So like he yeah. was calling line-outs, I was kind of, I was just learning from him. I didn't mm-hmm. have to concentrate on line-outs then. Yeah. And then when he retired, I kind of took over yeah. as the caller. Um, so I spent a good couple of years just learning off him and mm-hmm. learning line-out calls and learning how he kind of did stuff like so. It was brilliant. Yeah, I'm not, a bad, not a bad guy to learn off in terms of line off. Yeah, one one no, of the best no, ever. No, no. But uh, <laughs> moving on, uh, certain Mike McCarthy's back again with a follow-up question. <laughs> Mike, just, to be honest, there's probably about 20 questions that Mike has asked. We can only get a few of them in. Like Mike got a bit trigger happy on Instagram the other day. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> he wants to know who your best friend is. <laughs> he is or was it was it was Mike McCarthy I don't, I don't hear from him anymore he doesn't text me he doesn't call me he doesn't oh, Mike. so Mike. Every, on, ever Mike. since he retired it's got off the, the face of the earth like so yeah and he oh. wants he's, he's got a follow up then as well as uh, who is the person that you turn to, to for advice just to keep you grounded you know? <laughs> Listen, I, like, I'm, like, see, I'm hearing it in his voice so I know it's not serious yeah. but if it was someone else it would be a serious question I'd be like okay yeah yeah Oh, okay, this is a good this is a serious question okay. um, so you've given us your favourite memory What's, do you have any career regrets any career regrets yeah tough one that's a yeah. tough one tough ones yeah um, probably most notably recently was uh, losing to La Rochelle in the in the Champions Cup there last year so that was that was probably a huge one for us um, mm-hmm. it was hard because obviously there was no crowd over there or, or, or it's not that we went in probably underprepared but it was just we just they kind of came with intensity that we weren't mm-hmm. that we weren't that we weren't ready for and, and probably losing that was probably probably up there um what about a personal one personal career regret personal have any? trying to think <laughs> that's great <laughs> so that you don't have any. it's not a bad career you don't, don't even regrets. have to have no, any do you know what when we lost when, when we lost to the all blacks in 2013 mm-hmm. in the viva do you remember in the last right last yeah. play of the game yeah Oh, I remember that. Jesus, what happened? <laughs> Heartbreaking. We were, there was something that I gave away a penalty to that to, to kick three points, but I think my stud just caught in the ground and I tripped and I and I fell into somebody. But he thought, <laughs> oh. but he thought I he thought I was blocking someone getting through to, to, ah. to, to for to to block down a kick. So I gave away three points for that, and then they kind of got back into it. Oh, so that was that sticks in my mind, yeah. Oh, oh. That's, that's just yeah. that's not, that's just oh. that's just un, that's just unlucky. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He's like, I tripped. I didn't mean it. Completely <laughs> unintentional. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next question we have for you is the best piece of professional advice you've ever been given. Oh God. <laughs> he's quite, we told you these questions. Yeah. Yeah. He's kind of prepared yeah. me for these. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Even just advice in general, something that you might live by, like that always kind of sticks with you, rather than yeah. just professional advice. No, like, they're, they're like there's nothing, no one specific advice. It's just literally you've got to do your work. I think when it comes to my position, when it comes to the second row's position, it's it's you got to be prepared. And if you're not prepared for the game, you're 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 in all sorts of bother. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I need to do my work. And if I haven't done my work, I know I'm not going to prepare. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Especially with lineouts. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because as a line of caller, you need to know where the space is going to be and you need to know where you're going to win the ball because it's so important. The set piece is so important these days. Yeah. So literally, if I know if I haven't prepared for the week, I know I'm in bother. So I think it's literally just be prepared and just work hard, basically. That's, There's been a lot of pressure. Like, mm-hmm. I remember looking back over the years, like any game, if Ireland lose or if they're just about winning something, it's all, they're all, the first thing fans complain about 
the line-out was crap. Yeah, everyone was going to master the line-out. Yeah. Toner should have been in there. Toner shouldn't have been in there. Yeah. Paulie, Paulie should have been in there. And they, they list out six locks and go, oh, well, we needed a jumper in there. We needed this guy. And everyone's suddenly or the, or a professional. The, or they blame the hooker. Or they blame yeah. the hooker. When, like, there's, there's so many like, moving parts line out, There's yeah. so many moving parts. Yeah. There's the throw, there's the jump, there's the lift, there's the D, there's the defense, there's everything. Do you mean? So it's yeah. everyone's looking for something. Yeah, yeah. Um, next one is from myself. I suppose you're, you're going into your 16th season with Leinster now. Um, like, lock is a position. You look at someone like Brad Thor, and you look at Simon Shaw, I even look at Alan Wayne Jones now, mm. playing well into their late 30s. Some of them, yeah. even Shaw, Shaw was in his 40s still playing on. I mean, yeah. what, do you, what, do you, what do you see? You're just going to keep playing until eventually you see that's it? I mean, yeah. if it comes down to a situation where maybe it might not work out with Leinster, would you continue playing abroad or would you? Like you just want to keep playing rugby until your body gives up and says, I can't play anymore. No, do you know what? I'm, I'm really enjoying the rugby at the minute. Um, I'm signed on for the, for the rest of this year. Yep. So whatever happens at the end of this year, I'm not sure. But I think I'm not going to think too hard about it. I'm going to mm-hmm. see how this year goes. Mm-hmm. See how, what sort of game time I get. See, see, see how it goes and see how I'm feeling at the end of the year. Um, so I'm not going to commit to anything. I'm not going to say anything. I'm, I'm not going to... Uh, I'm not going to look too far. Do you know what I mean? So if if it. if it goes to the end of the, end of the year and, and I'm feeling good in my body and I feel and I feel I can go on and I can feel I can do a job somewhere else, I'm, I'll I'll I'll, de- I'll definitely look. Uh, if Leinster want to keep me on, I'll, I'll yeah. obviously weigh up all options. So um, yeah. So again, yeah, I'm not going to look too far into the future. And you're yet. still playing good rugby, like so. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Don't see why not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Why do you want to do it? Yeah, I know. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so Dave, another question for me, just personal kind of interesting question. That I was wondering is. I hear you have a size 15 foot, yeah. <laughs> where, where do you buy your shoes? <laughs> like, you can't walk into like, honestly, I really wanted to know. Um, yeah, no, I do have a size 15. Um, Adidas are very good at, at getting me boots um, and runners, I suppose, as well. Yeah, mm. but um, walktall.co.uk. Really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, like, it's, it's very easy to get them these days online. Like, yeah. I can never walk into a shop and buy them, though. I always have to go online and it's... Yeah, yeah. I can't imagine walking into Lifestyle Sports yeah, and looking yeah. for size 15. That's what I was yeah, thinking. Yeah. You're not yeah. going to get them very easily. No. <laughs> yeah. some, you, have, I, you have the power to get I, what you want. You oh, can just call someone up and like, make us a 15. I had some hassle when I, when I was growing up. Because like, I was 15 when I was 15 years old. So like it was like in school. It was Stop. very hard. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Before, before you were a superstar and you could yeah. get on to Adidas know, like yeah, absolutely. it was tough to get, sending the man down to yeah. get you a pair yeah. of shoes for school <laughs> know, yeah. were you 6'11 when you were 15? 6'10 no so I was 6'10 well, well I was 6'10 in school so I was, but I was about 8, 17 I was about 6'10 wow yeah. Yeah. That's incredible. Man. Yeah. So that, that's when the rugby player was like, "Yeah, you're a second row." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I would love to be six foot. I want to be six foot. I'm five ten and a, and a bit. I'm like, why can't I just have an extra? And this guy going around six eleven, yeah, like just magic number six foot. Oh man, so good. yeah, I'm jealous. Um, so we're going to take a look at the social media. Um, what you, the guys have been saying um, over on Twitter. Um, there's a lovely one from Simon Zebo. Um, there's a picture here. Such a great smile with a hundred on the back. Do you remember that match? When was that? Which, which game is that? Um, is that? That looks like yeah. one of the New Zealand games. Looks like one of the older jerseys. Just, just on that, like, that's something we've completely forgotten about. I mean, mm. I don't think he's going to get a chance now because he's been out so long to get in for the New Zealand team. But mm. it's a guy, I mean, surely he must get a run out against Argentina. He's not going to bring him back into the squad and not give him some game time. I know there's ridiculous background or ridiculous back competition three. in that back three. Mm-hmm. But uh, I just think you like to think he'd, he'd, yeah. get, he'd get a shot. Like you'd, you'd, you'd love to see him back in the team. Like he does have experience of beating the All Blacks, um, you know. It's so true, isn't it? uh, yeah, so yeah, it'd be good to see him get at least one game back. Anyway, yeah. I don't think they bring Zebo back from France just to 
play with Munster. I think the Irish few have a plan for him and hopefully yeah. we see him because I think he's playing unbelievable. When he was in Racing, he was one of the best players in the top 14. Mm. Um, so I, ho- I hope he gets out there yeah. again in the green jersey. He just scores choice. That's it. Like, yeah. He just knows where the child is yeah. and he's versatile. He can play full back, he can play on the wing and he yeah. plays with a smile on his face. Yeah. He probably brings quite a lot to the camp, doesn't yeah. he? Does he? Like, is he quite fun and like gets everyone going? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I haven't been in a camp with him for, for, a year, for years yeah. now. Want, so like, he was yeah. a messer all back in the yeah, day. No, he's a messer, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, what does he go on about his cartel of his cartel yeah, that's uh, it except, uh, except for Murray isn't it uh, him, Murray and Conway's probably in there as well Conway. Like, which, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we yeah. were ta- chatting about Andrew Porter earlier on obviously like seeing him switching back to loose head again but uh, I think something that's a bigger talking point is his lovely haircut this weekend um, I mean ta- oh lion's mane or sorry horse's mane what am I saying I mean uh, he's got some serious growth there like he's rocking a new haircut every couple of months I he? don't know how he does it every couple of weeks he has a ridiculously new haircut and it's like you need growth for it yeah. as well I yeah. think he's getting so much um, media attention from social media everyone yeah. just loves him the fans yeah. so maybe that's why so no, I think I said we were talking about the game changing yeah. like, I, I prop would not have got away with that haircut 10 years ago <laughs> yeah, that is no. a fact yeah, no way no. you'd be getting a buzz cut too with the sides or whatever yeah, it is he plays well enough to have haircuts like that he's an incredible it, I mean look, yeah. look he, was, he was picked for the Lions over the summer unfortunately mm. he got that injury like I mean oh, yeah. that's a guy who's I think that's our front row going forward. Like, and that's no offences to guys like Dave Kilcoyne and so forth that are playing well. And like, you when you've got Porter there, and he's doing the same at the weekend. Porter's only what 23, 24. Mm. Then you've got uh, Keller, 23, 24 yeah. again. And what age is Tyke? 26. Yeah, he's 29, I think. 20, sorry, 20, yeah. he's 29 already. I think so. Jesus, well, he's got 50 caps already. Like, yeah, yeah. So, well, like, he, he, 29 for a tight it isn't yeah. old. So no, that's, no, our, yeah. that's our front row for a while. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, He's versatile. He goes plays both sides of the scrum, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. Well, so he's been tight for the last couple of seasons, but I think this season he's, he's going to focus a bit more on on, on loose head. Um, so is he, that a hard thing to do? Uh, I think it is. Yeah, for I think it, it's a I think it's harder to go from loose head to tight head than it is tight head to loose head. From, yeah. my, from, from what I hear, because I think Keane uh, was 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 trying a bit of of tight head as well with Leinster, and I think he um he like he felt it tough, but he, he did phenomenally well because <laughs> he's yeah. a bit of a freak. But um, <laughs> but I think he's back in loose head now, but. I think uh, they were just experimenting over the last couple of weeks. And do you pick Healy or Porter to start against uh, New Zealand? Uh, to start against New Zealand, yeah. I would stick with the same team. Yeah, uh, you're yeah. going with that again. Yeah, yeah. political. Yeah. <laughs> Keen Healy looks in great shape, though, doesn't he? No, he is. He obviously, Keen. He's, as I said, he's a bit of a freak as well. Yeah. He's, he's got a hundred and was it hundred and ten caps, hundred nine yeah. caps. Yeah. For a guy that was injured for so long, it's to still have that amount of caps yeah, is incredible. Exactly, yeah. Didn't he have yeah. the serious injury where he couldn't open his hand? Yeah, he did. He he um, he was close to retiring. I think. Yeah. Um, he couldn't. He didn't have any feeling down down the side of his uh, arm or something about the nerve or, or something. Really, yeah, but thank, heard, thankfully, he got better. Yeah. I heard he had to like tape open his hand for games and stuff. And he yeah. literally couldn't. He couldn't open his his hand, so he used. I think. I think. It, I think his mom made him a glove or something or something oh, like that, and was like yeah. sewed this back so he was oh. able to. Oh my yeah, God. That, is, yeah. oh, that is absolutely insane. Uh, moving on to our final uh, talking point from the fan zone. Um, fellow second row, Courtney Laws. I don't know if you saw that. Like, I, I, We don't have a clip, unfortunately. But um, I mean, he was phenomenal for the Lions over the summer. He came in as a, a late captain. Um, we have a tweet here. Uh, Courtney Laws takes a bow. He'd no right to go back and make that. Sorry, Courtney Laws take a bow. He'd no right to go back and make that choice. Haven't tackled. Have a look at where he started from where the incident happened. Ninety-nine percent of people wouldn't bother chasing back. Now, like that's a game you look at. It's Tonga. They're destroying them. Right. It's it's not the biggest game in the world. You've already got a one. You're a bloody line. second row forward slash lock. Mm. You're a British and Irish line, and he's chasing the winger back. Mm. Like literally, 
the full length of the pitch almost and tackles him in the very corner. That's but as you said, he was captain for the game. Yeah. And you know, the captains want to lead by example and, and he's doing that for everyone else on the team mm-hmm. to show that he's putting the work in. You know, it doesn't matter who you're playing against. You know, so it's it's just huge for a captain to show that show that uh, that grit. Yeah. Yeah. Um let's I've got some uh, some crazy news here, some breaking news. we let's see we're filming this on a Sunday. Scotland, uh, Scotland have beaten Australia, fifteen thirteen. No wow. way. Oh my god, <laughs> it's yeah. unbelievable. So I think that's Scotland. a game. I, mean, I don't think we expected that, but I think we said like you know they're lo- they've lost Cooper and stuff. Yeah. But uh, still, what was the weather like? <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was on in Scotland, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. I think we're still going to finish here now. I'll be yeah. watching it. But uh, that's yeah. that's great for Scotland. Like, but it just comes down to know like whether they can back it up because Scotland love every now and then throwing out a big victory that come out and they can beat Ireland or England or Wales on any given day when they want to. Yeah. Then suddenly they'll show up the next week and they'll get beaten by thirty points. But yeah. they have a good team as well. Like, I mean, like how many lines did they have over the summer? Seven or eight lines there. Yeah. So it's they interesting. Do, yeah, and no. uh, they're very good, Scotland. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, we're also yeah. finding out as well that Owen Farrell has been cleared. He'll be good. Okay. So that's a bonus for them. So I think we'll finally might get to see the Marcus 10 at 10 and, and Farrell at 12, maybe in Tulangi at 13 or Slade at 13. I don't know. It could be an interesting There's so many ways they can yeah. play that. Yeah. They have a nice back I'd love there. to see Marcus Smith getting some more minutes. I just think he's an incredible skills. The way he plays for Harlequins is just amazing. Like, yeah. I don't, and he offers a lot more stuff than I think Owen Farrell does in attack. But Owen Farrell is Owen Farrell. Like, so. Yeah. yeah. Owen Farrell is Owen Farrell, but like, yeah. Smith deserves a chance in there. Like, he's class. Yeah. Yeah. He's absolutely he class. Top he class. Yep. Well, I think it's been such a great show. I'm really, really looking forward to next week and everything we're going to be talking about with New Zealand. Um, yeah, fantastic. Hopefully a win. <laughs> yeah, definitely a win. Yeah. Yeah, thanks very much, Deb, for being a great guest. Lovely yeah, all, yeah. tough Lovely. question, sorry. But, yeah. Lovely. Yeah. <laughs> Just I'm delighted to be here. Yeah, yeah. Thanks again to our sponsors, Bank of Ireland, proud supporters of the four Irish provinces. We'll be back again next week, hopefully talking about a win over the mighty All Blacks. Joe presents House of Rugby. United Rugby Championship, together with Bank of Ireland, proud supporter of the four Irish provinces. Yeah!